This is Studio 1886, a Bosch Global Software Technologies podcast. Hello and welcome to Studio 1886, Bosch Global Software Technologies' very own podcast channel. Well, we're back after a bit of a hiatus, but only because we have been brewing some exciting content for you. This brand new season, we have in store some fresh stories, fresh new perspectives, lots of glimpses into the exciting minds and lives of Boschlers, lots of fun, and in case you haven't noticed yet, a new voice too. On that note, I am your new host, Sukoon, and I'm thrilled to bring to you the world of BGSW, a place where fun, fascination and future seamlessly intertwine. As we have reached the midway point of the year, it's the perfect time to be back at Studio 1886. Six months have gone by, just like that. And so many things have already happened inside and outside of Bosch. And so in today's episode, we have a fun lot of Boschlers with us, sharing some of their thoughts on how the year has been generally. Also, we will be giving you a pulse check as to how Boschlers truly are passionate about innovation and technology as we get to take a peek at BGSW Tech Tribes, where Boschlers get to geek out on trending and emerging technologies just for fun. And on our final segment, we take a look at a day in the life of an engineer. Well, engineer by profession and an actor by passion. I also have a little bit of a quiz for Boschlers and a chance for you to win some exciting giveaways. So stay tuned in folks while you sit back and relax as we welcome you to season 3 of Studio 1886, your exclusive window into the exciting life of Boschlers at BGSW. Now, I don't know how these past five and a half months have been for all you folks out there, but mine have been quite a mixed bag. I moved houses, I moved cities, and I have to say, it's been chaotic. And it's time to bring the focus back onto Studio 1886. And in our first segment on this episode, we have Akshay, who's a senior software engineer in car connectivity. Hi, Akshay. Hi, hi. We have Tejas Finney, who's an associate software engineer for customer integration. Hey Tejaswini. Hello. And last but the most important, we have Ranjani with us, who is part of the leadership and organizational development team. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy that, you know, I got uh, put together with two really young people. <laughs> now she's accepted that I'm young. <laughs> of course, you're, you're younger than me. So that I'm young. Sorry, I'm Tejas still in my goes. 20s, so I'm young. Well, I do think age is just a number, but I am beginning to get a sense of all the fun that we are going to have here with all three of you. And now that we've got the introductions out of our way, it's time to get cracking with some fun questions and let's begin this. So now guys, first and foremost, the year so far, three words for each one of you. And let me go first, actually. It's been a fantastic year, so that's one word. It's also been adventurous and a little chaotic. It's time for you to tell me how it's been for you. Three words, don't forget that. Uh, for me personally, okay, I can think of a lot of you know, philosophical statements, but I'm not going to go with it. It's just been um, travel, music and uh, sports. I like how Akshay you've got it all covered. So right from travel to the good vibes to health, it's all right there. They just Winnie, how about you? Like this year has been the year I joined Bosch. So I can say adventurous, exciting and also kind of uh, Excelling. Tejaswini, firstly, congratulations on so many new beginnings and I'm sure you will excel through the year. How about you, Ranjani? What has the year been like for you so far? Three words, don't forget that. After listening to both of them, I'm worried to tell the three words. <laughs> so I would say uncertain, topsy-turvy, uh, all in all, um, 
very average. Well, Ranjani, for what it's worth, you're not the only one because I can totally get on with that as well, given the kind of world we live in and the work pressure. I'm trying to find that balance. Well, adulting is a task indeed. I am loving how all of you have such positive words for the year. But for now, also let's go back to something very, very interesting. Now, since we all probably started with some resolutions or you may call it even some aspirations for the year, how are we all faring on that? And I want you to be honest. Of course, resolution. Usually resolutions don't go well. But uh, this time, again, it was a very successful half year because by, uh, you know, of course, after COVID and stuff, we had, uh, I mean, I had gained a lot of weight. I was eating, sleeping at home, so I had gained a lot of weight. And uh, by January, I didn't, I was like, no, this has to stop. Uh, that was a January resolution, not a New Year resolution. It, it started on Feb 1st. And then uh, right now, I've lost about 14 kilos. So it has been a successful... What? Uh, yeah. And no way, 14? Yeah, sport. I, I love badminton, so I stopped it during... Plus COVID. one. Plus yeah. one. Plus one? Badminton. Yes. Big fan. Oh my god. So, four months, okay. I've been able to. But how about you, Tejaswini? How has it been for you? Uh, pretty far. I had uh, thought of two resolutions at the start of the year, like to be physically fit, eat healthy diet, and uh, avoid junk food as much as I can. And also travel, maybe. But um, I'm just settling in travel is maybe in the second half of the year, you know. I'm more focusing on the physically fit part, like, playing badminton or going to gym having a healthy diet so yeah I'm working on it it's going your path to fit is good you're playing badminton the only exercise I think my body gets is walking into a mall and sitting there and people watching but enough about me Ranjani how about you what has the year been like as far as resolutions are concerned (laughs) I wing it (laughs) I don't call them goals that's it because the moment you mention goals you have to set milestones and timelines and things like that so I don't prefer calling them goals but I always have a bucket list you know what I think I know what I need to do right after this Akshay and Tejaswini both of you are sitting down with me and helping me understand how exactly did you curb all your temptations especially when it comes to junking but that said Ranjani I love the streak of honesty uncertain is also a word that I associate with given the kind of times we live in but but I think it's time to come back to the year and the way things are moving on with all the hype around AI this year what is the coolest application of AI you have seen out there till now? Application, of course, ChatGPT is, is the OG. Leaving that aside, I also saw two applications. One is uh, called a Tome or Tomi, I don't know how to call it, um, where you just have to type your, uh, you know, a topic and it generates uh, a presentation on its own. So it could be helpful for work. It's still in beta version, I guess, but uh, it's called Tomi or Tome. Uh, the other one is I'm a user of Twitter. Uh, so uh, there, if you see, there are a lot of banter between you know sports fans. I, I follow mm-hmm. sports. So there, you see a a, a bot called uh, Roast Him Jim. So whenever there's some post, if you're going to you know uh, tag Roast Him Jim, Jim roasts. It's, it's it's a bot, and it basically roasts anyone who's 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 posted that. So even today, I I saw a, you know a post where they it was uh, roasting uh, City fans, Manchester City fans. So. And you just uh-huh. might, you might just find it exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I think by the time I'm done with this chat with all three of you, I will be fully geeking on. What do you guys think? Well, what about you, Tejaswini? Are there any AI apps that you are loving and would love to share? To add on to, there is one more AI tool which generates some music, you know, uh, of uh, one artist and in other artists' voice. If you want to uh-huh. hear that, 
you can really do this but it, it's kind of uh, it's just exciting <laughs> now this is one app i will definitely check out tejaswini because i love music and i'd love to see what's happening there but how about you ranjini are there any apps that you absolutely love going back to any ai tools that you're absolutely loving using see quite honestly i'm a little old school so while i don't say that i don't use applications if you ask me what's my favorite i don't think i could be able to churn out names like what tejaswini and akshay did right but i would love to explore them so i'm very open to understanding them and i do agree with akshay with what he said that some of our skill sets can be taken over by ai but i think human effort is never ever going to be replaced very soon right and when humans are going to realize that ai is going to be probably resetting the um the way things work we are going to be like pulling up our socks and saying no we can't let that happen yeah right because ultimately every nation is going to ensure that there is there are less number of people going hungry or going unemployed so spoken like a true hr <laughs> so, <laughs> so but yeah it's exciting to see things that You know like well, let's see yeah. I think the only place I want to see my face on is my phone and Instagram but uh moving on to the other guilty pleasures in life what are you guys watching I actually am disappointed that Ted Lasso and Succession are done with uh but I'd love to know what is the one best series you've binge watched so far this year and why I'm a big movie buff and yeah. um I love the movies that the Malayalam film industry is putting forward so I understand Malayalam very well I can I'm partly from kerala so um 2018 being the most recent one plus one great akshay <laughs> good to know that i didn't know that okay. so um, so i, I think uh, the the movies that they're churning out is just amazing i mean the worst movie would probably be the best among the best bollywood movies <laughs> So that's the that's the benchmark. The reality so. that Malayalam films bring to the table is 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 not seen elsewhere. It's too realistic. Absolutely. I think the story. Yeah. Well, I'm still biased towards Bollywood, but uh, speaking of uh, what you guys have been watching, what about you, Tejaswini? What are you watching these days? Uh, recently, I've not been wa- binge watching. I've been caught up with other things. So, but uh, as I mentioned, like if I have to go, like my go-to series will be Friends, and in Hindi, it's the old episodes of Tarak Mehta Ka Ulta Chashma. I'll always get back to these shows. Like these are my comfort shows. And also to mention, current recently, Rakshit Shetty in the KFI, like Canada film industry, has been really. uh inspiring his movies have been amazing it has uplifted the karnataka film industry so i watch i love watching his films right from the kirik party and till uh the recent movie like charlie uh, i have watched them all so i'm his, i'm his biggest fan So yeah this was for what it is worth Tejaswini I absolutely I'm loving your recommendations because friends is something I keep going back to in fact it is my uh, pick me up every other morning when I'm totally feeling uh, the blues uh, but as far as Tarik Mehta ka ulta chashma goes that's something that my mom loves watching and so does my dad but um you know what this is this is quite insightful I have a question for Tejaswini so you you like you like set friends in a span of 20 minutes twice who's your favorite <laughs> character whom do you resonate with hmm, the most kind of joey you know i'm a very funny person <laughs> to be you don't share food do you share food 
No, it's it's the exception. <laughs> I do <laughs> not a player, but I just say uh, with the personality wise, he's very uh, funny and he's always happy, making others happy. You know, it just oh. kind of. Uh, so how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> how are you doing? I haven't yes. watched an episode of Friends, but I understand all of this. Well, whether you watched it or not, Akshay, you know about it. So I will definitely put Friends on a binge watch list any given day. But this has been so fun, you guys. I'm loving all the recommendations. Well, it's time for us to say bye to you and let you go. However, I've got one last question. What is going to be your mantra or slogan to get through the rest of the year? Three words again. Keep it simple. I like that actually. Keeping it simple always helps. I think we complicate life with too many questions and overthinking. What about you, Tejaswini? Never give up. This is my go-to mantra. Don't overthink. Just go with the flow. From good health to good television to good thoughts, we've got it all covered here, as promised. Thank you so much, Akshay, Tejaswini, Ranjini, for joining us here. It's been so much fun. I hope I do see you back here sometime soon on Studio eighteen eighty six. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye everyone. This is Studio eighteen eighty six, a Bosch Global Software Technologies podcast. Moving on with all the fun, learning and experimenting comes in play too, and learning is always fun when it's with a team of people who enjoy the same things. Let me introduce you to Akhtan, an augmented applications three D designer, and Ishwar, who's a mechanical engineer. And they are here to deep dive a bit more into this interesting concept of tech tribes at BGSW. First and foremost, before I ask anything else, Akhtan, I think the most obvious and probably often asked question: What is the purpose of creating a community of the BGSW tribes, and how many tribes are there at the moment? So the purpose of the tribe is to uh, build a community where uh, associates interested in uh, similar technology explore that uh, technology without following any hierarchy, any organizational structure, or following any timeline. Uh, so the motivation behind tribe is to create a network organization instead of a linear organization and build something in a fun way. And currently there are ten tribes in BGSW. I reckon ten is just the beginning. There's many more to come along. So Ishwar, you are part of the robotics tribe, right? What about the concept of tech tribes made you partake in it, and particularly in the robotics one? I'd love to know. Yep. Uh, for me, certain few concepts of tribes were too attractive, and uh, one such was interacting with people from various disciplines, and to have a mutual exchange of knowledge. And uh, uh, another example will be working on system-level projects. Unlike our regular BJSW task, where we are a small part of a very large engineering team, the projects in tribe are like um, working in a budding startup, where one is required to do more activities out of their comfort zone. This also enables us to learn about advanced concepts like uh, system engineering. Where we go through processes like need assessment, system design, coding, hardware, mechanical testing, deployment—you name it. This enables a lot of learning. I am a part of a robotics tribe. Uh, the reason is simple: I saw a lot of sci-fi movies during my school time. <laughs> and jokes apart, I did my graduation specializing in mechanical engineering. And during the time, I was part of a student club where we built and tested different concepts of drone. And my fascination for robotics field probably started there. Um, though I was contributing in mechanical domain, I was eager to see how hardware and software people were working, especially the different way in which they approach the same problem as we do. Uh, once I joined Bosch, I had no other option but to be a professional and to have more responsibilities. And tribe is one concept which is far more close closer to a, a university student club 
at least from my point of view. Additionally, the robotics tribe have a wide spectrum of people from seasoned engineers to hardcore hobbyists. And there are several active projects currently running in robotics tribe and the members are free to choose and pursue their project of interest. There are more and more such pros which may be to be a member of a robotics tribe. I love how you have found a balance, you know, from the time you were in college through your interest then and now. It seems like it's all aligned for you, Ishwar. Uh, but next up, I have a quick question for both of you. So have you both had a chance to work on, innovate or create something interesting within each of your tribes? Can you tell us a bit about it? Uh, yes. Uh, so our Metaverse tribe created a digital replica of this Bosch Ardugodi campus. And we held this virtual fit fest with stalls of different tribes uh, in that metaverse. And uh, associates who could not be physically present in Ardugodi campus could join that uh, uh, metaverse and uh, explore that uh, uh, digital replica. And we also explored this uh, procedural city generation tool called Townscaper. We created uh, this meta human where you could uh, scan your head and create your uh, 3D avatar. So these are some really interesting things uh, we did in our tribe. Uh, in Robotics Tribe, one of our current projects is uh, automation of a campus sweeper. At present, a manual sweeper machine is used in our campus to pick up dry leaves and to other ways, clean other ways. Uh, due to the heavy weight of the sweeper, the cleaners actually prefer to use brooms to clean rather than pushing the sweeper around the campus, which also includes several uneven terrain with a lot of inaccessible corners. So we have successfully incorporated electric drive to the sweeper uh, with a very basic uh, obstacle avoidance system. And currently we are in the process of uh, uh, adding additional microcontroller with uh, LiDAR sensors to have a more reliable obstacle detection. And our future steps is to incorporate algorithms where it will have object detection, automatic docking for charging system, automatic disposal of collectivity, etc. Sky is the limit. And uh, another innovative project that we are currently working on is a small wiper which can be attached to your bike helmets. It is a creative way of using an existing solution to a completely new system. And most of you who might have participated in FitFest 23 would have witnessed several bunch of robotic contests and several DIY robots. The idea was pitched in by our mentor, Mr. Odai, and the tribe contributed towards setting up the event, and it was a mega event. And these are the few interesting things from community and well, given that it's always monsoons in Bangalore, I think that Viper will definitely come in handy. So from safety to sustainability, Ishwar and Akdan, you've got it all covered, I'm assuming. And the only thing that's music to my ears right now is the bit where you shared about the automatic dog for charging systems. I can't wait for that to come to my office. I think that would be interesting. But uh, this is quite exciting and interesting as well. Uh, before I let you go now, uh, if you had to urge your fellow Boschlers out there to be a part of these tech tribes, what would you say to them? I know you don't have to sell it to me because I'm all in. I promise. Yes, so today tribes are working on emerging topics like metaverse, robotics, artificial intelligence. And if you want to learn more about these uh, topics, uh, want to explore these technologies and create something in a fun way, then join us. It's fun. Uh, I like to keep it short where... Please it is act, act as garage works. Spend two to three hours interacting and working with your fellow colleagues. You will be fascinated to see the energy that people have here and I'm pretty sure you will be keen on visiting every chance you get. The potential for learning is so huge. And apart from learning, having to work on projects with like-minded engineers and achieving difficult milestones brings out a sense of community feeling and even makes working 
late on friday evenings more of a fun filled activity and this is coming from a person who hate to work after 5 pm on fridays so <laughs> well i definitely know i love being at work especially after the stipulated work hours and i can so imagine you being at work post 5 pm and actually doing all these fun things but i think this is the spirit of being a bachelor right thank you so much for being here with us and sharing all these insights about tech tribes at bgsw thank you yeah, thank you thank you so much so now you know folks bachelors don't just sit and code all day long they clearly have so much more to do when on campus this is studio 8086 a bosch global software technologies podcast so folks in this last segment we get to take a glimpse of a day in the life of a bachelor both inside and outside of their life at BGSW. And today we have with us Puneet BA, who's a software engineer. But more interestingly, he's an actor, director and filmmaker all while being a full-time engineer. I have no idea how he does it, but that is exactly what we are going to find out today. Hi Puneet, welcome to Studio 1886. Thank you. Thank you. Now before we get into your creative career path, Tell us how long have you been with Bosch and what has your career path at BGSW been like so far? Bosch was uh, the first company to come on the campus in my college. And then I was uh, amongst the first ones to get placed and Bosch was the first company so with a lot of pride I got in and then I started off as a software developer uh, with airbags yeah, which is now called the occupant safety systems. Uh, post that uh, I moved into because of my uh, interest in Uh, the management side of it um, i moved into business excellence team uh, where predominantly i focused on topics of change management and communication and then post that for the last uh, almost 2 years now uh, i've been working as the office of the executive management at chassis systems control uh, bgsw uh, so i mean the, this role is uh, as exciting as my previous roles so it's fun it's interesting and a lot of things happening Puneet can I tell you what you've done to me you've left me speechless now that is something that doesn't happen too often what an interesting journey but i think what's more interesting or exciting is that while you're doing all this you've managed to pave another equally strong career path at the same time can you tell me a bit about that side of your life <laughs> it's a very long journey i mean i don't know where i can start this because as far as i remember things have started almost when i was in the play school but then um, to structurally put things into a proper framework and to put into a creative structure uh, started happening during my school days i was this active school kid uh, always the face in all the inter school competitions uh, school events uh, all the leadership groups so i was this kind of a hyperactive kid when it comes to creative activities uh, and then post that i got into a kannada children's theater troupe in south bangalore so that was when a lot of art conditioning started happening and i started streamlining my interests uh, which was mostly into say acting scripting filmmaking hosting um, you know sitting and editing films graphic design a lot of such Uh, interest started opening up and then i started skilling myself but then facebook orkut and uh, the social media world started opening up for me that's when um, during my engineering i guess uh, i started designing these minimal posters and i wasn't a trained minimal poster designer or anything as such uh, of course i had a lot of affinity towards films and um, uh, very attracted to these film posters i still remember when i was a kid uh, fridays used to be a very heavy newspaper coming home because it used to carry all the film posters or if there is a festival coming up the the paper used to weigh very heavy so i was that kind of a crazy freak about films 
and that helped me uh, put all my thoughts and design these minimal posters and eventually i evolved in the process of designing and making things better for myself and that became more like my id card to the film industry a lot of pe- uh, people in the film industry media both electronic and print started following my work and this became more like my id card i used to be the small boy going around saying i'm the poster boy right so uh, post that what i did was i just pulled in a few of my friends again uh, uh, techy friends who were working in different companies we all got together we thought we will all become one team and we called it poster boy art studios and then we started creating content for digital platforms we started off with a project called the kate project uh, which featured uh, evening time stories of uh, very popular stars down south uh, like actors like prakash raj ramesh arvind vijay raghavendra and a lot of some popular names who came on the show uh then was when i started feeling i will have to now streamline most of these uh you know the storytelling part of it for digital platform and i called it idea idea is a rural slang for the kannada word idea you know they say nangu and idea bantu so i called it idea and uh, uh, under that we started doing a lot of content and ever since i mean i've been very regularly creating content and during the lockdown was when i created a funny sketch series you know where i used to stick a mustache and play the corporate manager and that was a, a hugely uh, viral content uh, during the lockdown and it reached a lot of people which also uh gave me a lot of spotlight and put me back into the film industry as an actor i mean i was a child artist uh, i had acted in two films when i was fifth standard or sixth standard it was two children's films award winning children's films so now i got back into cinema as an actor again uh so the last one year uh, i did four films of which one film uh, got released just a month back and then uh, the rest of it is in the pipeline yeah So this is in summary. I think I know the secret to your success, Puneet. I think it's all the humbleness that you have within. Now this is incredible and even inspiring to know that having chosen a corporate life and career, one does not have to forego their love or passion for a different pursuit. It's possible to have the best of both. How do you manage to juggle the two? Especially because the entertainment industry comes with its own demands and stresses, right? Right, right. I mean I mean I'm already wiping my sweat here <laughs> but uh, I mean to put it in a perspective what I think is there is a lot of cross learning that I do uh, I juggle between both these fields of corporate and the creative industry and then I see a lot of cross learning that I can take away because uh, the corporate field is a highly highly organized space and then the creative space is a very unorganized mess right so uh, this is what helps me blend in my learnings from this industry say take a, a highly creative uh, you know thought I put it back into the corporate the uh, very organized working i put it back into the creative i mean uh, some of my friends keep making fun of me when we are uh, ideating some creative project i open an excel sheet and start you know we put a task and we say timeline let's see how are we going to track this and they say this is where your corporate le- learnings are you know forcing us to do all this and then here in the corporate field i bring in my own style when it comes to say ideation say there is some engagement initiative that we are thinking of or if there is some event that we are planning or a workshop design that we do with the leadership team uh, i bring in my own learnings from the creative field you know it could be as simple as uh, say a small video that we play during the event i bring in uh, my learnings from the uh, other field in terms of juggling the two like you were saying it of course comes with a lot of demands and mental stress so i mean it it wasn't that i figured it out all in one go 
it took me a lot of years over the years say the last 8 years i mean my parents um, uh, know it better because they've been on the receiving end of all my tantrums the early days used to make me very restless i used to go home and scream yell at people saying no this is not what i want to do i'm not able to manage this then eventually i started figuring out a middle path where uh, i used to spend a little more hours after work say i used to sit till 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the night and finish a script or do a poster and sleep so this became more like my relaxation initially but then eventually i started figuring out that there has to be a balance that i bring in between the two and then of course uh, there are days when you feel mentally very challenged in terms of handling both the fields but then uh, i have slowly started compartmentalizing these two things right uh, and also what i figured out in the process i mean probably this is also another learning that i uh, got out of the corporate field um, instead of me alone it's a we now so if there is some help i want to seek say for example i need somebody to scribe a script for me what i do is i just reach out to my contacts and say hey can you just scribe it for me so that i just put dump my thoughts to you and then he scribes it for me you know this kind of a uh, utilization of resources and how we manage it right to make it slightly easier so that we get going a little faster is what has been my learning as well yeah i like people who always ensure that they help their community grow further and that's exactly what you're doing puneet right. it's lovely to hear how you know you always reach out to people for help or even with opportunities i'm sure now so apart from the fun and relatable video sketches that you put out there on social media okay tell us what are some of your movies that everyone out there can watch your talent and play i mean not a great actor already this has been mostly my experimental phase and exploring phase so uh, i mean it's a fun Uh, there are a few places because i come from the theater background i have this problem of uh, you know screaming a lot and then to, to act to the camera is something that i'm slowly learning right um, it, it's a nice process the last four films out of which uh, shivaji suratkal 2 uh, is in the cinemas it's uh, recently completed 50 days and it is still going strong uh, should be out on ott soon Uh, and then i have another release coming this august o2 it's a medical thriller produced by uh, puneet rajkumar's production and then uh, we also have other two films called uh, narayana narayana and adarinda that is also in the pipeline uh, that's coming up but then parallelly i have also started uh, scripting for a feature film so let's see how that goes this also comes with a lot of gratitude for bgsw uh, if not for bosh if not for the kind of people here uh, i mean i wrote a very long post a few months back on linkedin as well uh, this is a company with heart you know there are people who will encourage you for who you are right i think that is what makes people like me you know find comfort in pursuing what we are interested in and all thanks all thanks to our really really wonderful leaders uh, at bosch who enable this and uh, in fact uh, one of the leaders had told me once uh, i mean i was feeling a little guilty that uh, you know people like me uh, always don't comply to the uh, rule book right so he he was of the opinion you know only when people don't comply to the rule book or people like you help us shape the new culture help us shape the new policies of the organization and then keep it future ready right i mean uh, this could be the future as well i mean there are a lot of people who would want to pursue their interests and you don't know where their interest lies i mean for me it is entertainment for somebody else it could be something else different right so i think it's all coming down to having great leaders at bosch and i only wish 
the tribe increases and it encourages a lot more people like me so i say this with a lot of lot of lot of gratitude yeah now gratitude is a word that i would love to take away from this conversation puneet thank you so much for your time this has been fantastic thank you for joining us on studio 1886 and sharing all this with us today thank you so much and we only wish you the very very best in this incredible journey you're on thank you Before I sign off, I can't miss mentioning that it's Pride Month and we are celebrating and showing support both at Bosch and Studio 1886. While we'll take a deep dive into what's happening at the BGSW campuses to empower allyship and support pride in our next episode, I have a quiz for all you Boschlers at BGSW out there. All you have to do is answer the three questions I'm about to ask and the first 10 correct answers will win something fun. You can send in your answers by clicking on the link in the corporate communication email that you would have received while this episode is launched. Question number 1. What event is widely seen as marking the beginning of the movement? Question number 2. How many colors does the pride flag have? Question number 3. Who designed the first pride flag? And with that, we come to the end of the first episode of this brand new season at Studio 1886. And as we continue, we promise you thrilling conversations, inspiring stories, and an exclusive peek into the pulse of Bosch and Boschlers. So stay tuned as we have a season filled with many more interesting stories and perspectives. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow us on your favorite podcast and player, and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show, and I would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Thank you once again for joining us today. Until next time, remember to embrace the extraordinary, follow your dreams and continue to make a difference in the world. This is Studio 1886 signing off. <laughs>